Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fitness First Podcast. I am your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching, and today I am bringing you the top reasons why you aren't actually losing weight. This is a pretty hotly debated topic, so I'm obviously not saying that any one of these is every reason or even one of the reasons. Like These are just the number one things that I see from a lot of people. And it could be you as well. So hopefully you find this helpful and we kind of nail down one of those reasons for you that maybe you're not losing the weight that you should be. So number one, uh, uh, this is, this is one that I see a lot. Uh, if you use cooking oils or if you, uh, drink something with calories in it throughout the day, you need to be tracking those. So if you're not tracking the oils you cook with or the drinks that you're drinking, that could be hundreds of calories that you're not accounting for in your day, which can add up to a ton and be a huge reason you're not losing weight. So a lot of times I hear people say stuff like that they're eating chicken and they don't understand because the chicken is so has so few calories in it, which is, I mean, true for most food. Chicken is pretty low in calories. Uh, but if you cook it in olive oil, that is something that you have to account for. So you can't just cook the chicken, have no oil, and and use cooking like oils of some kind. If you use canola oil, like as far as like the sprayable, like the non-stick spray, that's fine. I probably wouldn't try to track that. There really isn't much in it. Uh, now that being said, one good like coat of it should do. You don't need you know a giant like surface two, three, four, five second spray on it because I mean that's wasteful anyway. But For olive oil and avocado oil and coconut oil, yes, they do have health properties to them, but I think people confuse health properties with the fact that they are not or they are or not healthy for you. So in the terms of weight loss, they're not as healthy for you because you do end up eating more calories. And then a lot of people, like I said, don't track them. Uh, In terms of like healthy fats, Yes, they do have really good healthy fat ratios, but you still have to track them. And then same thing, if you drink soda, Gatorade, whatever, if it has calories in it, you still need to track it. Even if it's 60 or 80 calories, if you have two or three of them a day, it ends up adding up. So still track the oils, track the calories. The next one that I see a lot from people is the pantry snacks. Yes, my snackers, my chip eaters, my cookie eaters. If you're in the pantry and you have 10 or 20 cookies before you even decide if you actually want them, or 10 or 20 chips before you decide you actually want them, those calories still count. That sucks. (laughs) The calories still count. You still have to account for the fact that you just ate two to 300 calories just standing there. When you're trying to eat at 1,800 calories a day, but you get to the end of the day, you're at 1,765, you feel like you did great, but you had 300 calories just deciding whether or not you actually wanted to have a snack before dinner, and then now you've eaten 300 more calories for your entire day. So you do have to count for those. You have to track those. If you stick to tracking the snacks and the oils and the drinks, I think that would actually probably wipe out a lot of people's plateaus or a lot of people's issues that they're having with losing weight uh, just off of those two or three. This one, this one actually gets under my skin a little bit because I've had people come to me 
and tell me like, oh, my, my wristwatch, whether it's a Garmin or an Apple Watch or uh, Amazon has one now, I think it doesn't, doesn't matter, any of them. My Apple Watch said that I burned a thousand calories yesterday working out, but I'm not losing any weight, and but I'm burning a thousand calories every time I work out. Your watch is wrong. Just know that straight away. The wearable watch that you have on is fucking wrong. It is not correct. It does not actually tell you how many calories you burn effectively. Now, what it can do is if you normally burn a thousand calories per session, quote, a thousand calories, right? And then one day you burn 1200 or 800, then that's a good baseline to tell you that you either did more in that session or less. Don't come to me and tell me your watch said you burned 4,000 calories yesterday and you did two 30-minute workouts. I promise you didn't. I promise you didn't burn 4,000 calories. Your watch might tell you you did. So, that being said, use it as a baseline, but don't use wearable watches as your guiding principle on how many calories you burn. It's wrong. I promise. Moving on. Next one. This is this is this one I, I wouldn't say is as common, but I think some people overestimate how difficult their workouts really were. Um to where somebody will come to me and be like, hey, like I, you know, I'm working out three, four days a week and I'm eating based on intense three to four day a week workouts, but I'm still not losing weight. So when we actually break it down, you know, they walked for a little bit, you know, they, they maybe did one challenging set when they were weightlifting, but not three or four or, or 12 across an entire workout. Uh, and so that wouldn't fall under the intense category of working out. So sometimes it takes just like kind of having that honest discussion with yourself about like, okay, you know, am I forcibly out of breath when I work out? If I am completely out of breath, like cannot talk, it hurts, it's burning so bad, then you might be in that intense uh, heart rate zone. But if you're able to talk and you're able to hold a conversation and kind of move about the gym and everything and you're not really breathing that hard... And even if it's hard for you, it probably still is not an intense heart rate zone. And so you need to eat based on a less intense workout than maybe what you think it is. So that being said, I know it's different for everybody, but if you're not gasping for air, you're not really feeling a deep burn in that muscle tissue, you're probably not doing super high intensity workouts and you should adjust your calories for a more moderate level or low than high intensity workouts. And then this kind of goes into the whole self-discipline accountability thing. I see a lot of people that program hop. And by program hop, I mean one day they're doing keto, the next week they're doing intermittent fasting, the next week they're trying to be a vegan, the next week they're doing carnivore. And you can't program hop over and over and over again and expect good results from it. You just can't. I mean, because you're always going to be all over the place. So one week you may be eating 300 grams of protein. The next week you may be eating 100 grams of protein. One week you may be eating 3,000 calories. And then the next week you're eating 800 calories. Stick to one thing for a while, which is hard, and see how you do. It's that fucking easy. 
And I know that sounds silly, but it really is. Do one thing, do it for a while. A while can be three, six, nine months. See how it goes. If you don't see any results from it in the first three months, none. I'm talking increased strength. You don't feel any better. You don't, you don't feel like you look any better. No scale difference whatsoever. You can start to look at pivoting. But I'm talking about 12 weeks, three months, whatever, of actually dedicating yourself to do it. Not, so do it, not doing it 60% of the time and then being pissed that it didn't work for you. You need to do it all the time. 80% at least, 80% is the minimum. Depending on how trained you are, maybe 70. If you're just starting out, definitely 80. If you're doing it 80% of the time for 12 weeks and you see nothing from it, then there probably needs to be an adjustment, which is fine. And then again, if you're seeing some benefit from it in 12 weeks, keep going. Try to go for that six-month mark. And by that six-month mark, you should see a, a pretty big difference. If you don't see if you don't see much of a difference in six months, like that 12 weeks you saw something, that six months you saw a little more but not a ton, you know, you can maybe start looking at adjusting a little bit for your plan. But the worst thing you can do is give it two weeks or three weeks or four weeks and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, well, I haven't changed, so I might as well give up and try something new. Trying the new thing is what's killing your progress. It probably wasn't the thing you were doing before, it's the fact that you're giving up so fast that you're not giving anything a chance to work. And then lastly, guys, the last reason you're not losing weight, this is an obvious one, definitely not in a calorie deficit. 100% not. That can be for a multitude of reasons. It can be for a combination of stuff that I actually just talked about earlier in this podcast. But I don't want to hear anybody coming to me with anything other than that. It is 100% because you are not in a calorie deficit. If you're eating more energy than you're burning, you will store it. That will increase weight and increase body fat percentage. There is no argument for this. There isn't. I would love to hear a sound argument for why calories in, calories out is not the absolute principle amongst human beings. Anyone that can bring me one, I'm, lo- I'm all ears. I'd love to hear it. We can have a calm discussion about it. But I've yet to hear one. So I don't know that it exists. It is the law of thermodynamics. Like it is the first law. Matter can't be created or destroyed. You can't create it or destroy it either. So if you eat more, then you're burning, you're gaining weight. I'd be willing to bet it has something to do with those first three, either the pantry snacks, the oils, or the drinks. But those are the main possible reasons why you're not actually losing the weight that you want to lose. Uh, there's always exceptions, guys. There's always exceptions to rules and people and everything else. There's a lot of weird shit out there in the world. So take everything with a grain of salt. Do what works for you. And I am your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching. Thank you for listening to the Fitness First Podcast, and I will see you next time.